The Sons of Liberty is a politically neutral organization. We believe that the Judeo-Christian ethic has provided the principles upon which this nation was founded. It is our belief that these principles provide not only the foundation and framework for American government and society, but are also essential to the maintenance of a fair and just society. All program content is based on a Christian biblical worldview. One of you said to me recently, Recently. Rock the boat. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I want to tell you that I am a boat rocker. I will not wear the mask. 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 I will not wear a mask. I will not get the vaccine. I will not get the vaccine. And I will not get the vaccine. I will resist evil. I will resist evil. I will resist evil. I will submit to God. I will submit to God. I will submit to God. In the Lord, I will praise his word. In God, I have put my trust, and I will not be afraid. Hear my prayer, O Lord, and let my cry come to you. Do not hide your face from me in the day. For the Lord is the great God, and the great King above all. Rise up, O judge of the earth. Render punishment to the proud. Lord, how long will the wicked, how long will the wicked chime? Righteousness and justice are the foundation of this I hate the work of those who follow With my mouth I will make known your faithfulness to all generations. For I have said, mercy shall be built up forever. Your faithfulness you shall stand. On an instrument of ten strings, on the lute and on the harp, with harmonious sound. For you, O Lord, have made me glad through your works. I will you, triumph in the works of your are on high forevermore. For behold, your enemies shall perish. All the workers of iniquity shall be scattered. I will defy tyrants. 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 And with that, good morning, America. Welcome Christians, conservatives, constitutionalists, liberals, libertarians, communists, Islamists, LGBTQ, RSTUV, WXYZ people. All the boat rockers are in the house and anybody else I may have missed to the Sons of Liberty radio show here on Red State Talk Radio. where We use the Bible and the Constitution not to see who's on the right or the left, but who is on the straight and narrow. I'm your host, Tim Brown, coming to you live from the U.S.-occupied state of South Carolina. The editor at SonsOfLibertyMedia.com. And for our Muslim friends, I'm the infidel that Allah warns you about. I hold to the book, the Bible, as the authoritative word of God. Glad that you guys have joined us here this morning. And uh, before we get to our guest in just a little bit, if you want to check us out online, SonsOfLibertyRadio.com and also SonsOfLibertyMedia.com, you'll notice that we've done the site a little different. We got rid of all that, I don't know, stuff that was up there. You know, I have to change out every day and those sliders that are so, I don't know, 2000. <laughs> so we got our web guys to put up the shows right at the top of the page. So Bradley's on the left, I'm on the right. You want to join us on the video platform. That's right, you can see the face that's made for radio. Head over there, right side of the page. Click on the um, the play button on sonsoflibertymedia.com, and uh, there you have it. You'll have the live stream and Bradley's show from yesterday's up there, so that's on the left. Click on that. You can watch it up until 3 p.m. Eastern today, and then he'll be live from Ohio. I think they got into Ohio yesterday, left Michigan. <clears throat> uh, good week there at Michigan. 
in Wisconsin before, and now they're in Ohio. Uh, so they'll be doing. They'll have a speaking engagement tonight. If you want to find out where that is, go to Bradley's schedule at the top of the page. If you'd like to support us, there's a donate button at the top of the page, um, the one-time donation, and then you can uh, partner with us monthly as a son or daughter of Liberty. That link is also at the top. And then our store is available. And forgive me, I forgot to pull up what the special is this week, but I'll have it in the Morning Show archive with a link and the promo code if you want to take advantage of that. And that will be through Saturday at midnight, all right? Real quickly, before we uh, move on, in case you didn't see it, uh, this is from Saturday. Uh, Kate came on and we talked about these reports that are coming out where many of these alleged COVID patients uh, in the hospitals are actually being pushed on the family as though they're quote-unquote brain dead, but their heart's still being. She says, you don't have that happening. Why? Because the brain is controlling the heart, right? I mean, that's how all that stuff works. So they're doing that, and then they're harvesting the organs. And so we gave you that. If you'd like to check that out, we'll have that in the archive later this morning. Also, SonsOfLibertyMedia.com, not The Onion, TSA is now accepting arrest warrants as proof of ID for illegal aliens boarding U.S. flights. Can you believe this? What do you have to do to go on as a citizen? To get on a flight, I mean, you literally have to go through, uh, you know, some people have to go through cavity searches, strip searches. Some of you have to go through the gamma rays. you got to have your stuff rummaged through. Complete violations of the Fourth Amendment. Okay, complete violations of them. And they can call it administrative law all they want to, but the executive branch has zero authority for legislation within our Constitution, Article 1, Section 1. That resides with Congress. And uh, all this kind of stuff is completely, even if Congress wrote a law about it, it's unlawful. It's unjust. They don't have authority to write laws about those things. Also, SonsOfLibertyMedia.com, fraudsters cash in as anti-constitutionalists. And we're talking about people in Congress. This isn't just Democrats. It's Republicans, too. Anti-constitutionalists shovel out billions and billions in COVID reef. And if you'll notice, they point the finger at the other party for doing this stuff, but I want you to remember it was last year that Donald Trump signed the biggest unconstitutional spending COVID relief bill in our history, upwards of like $6.2 or $6.5 trillion. I can't even comprehend that because I was watching something last night where they were putting a project together and they were making a big deal out of something costing a third of a trillion dollars. <laughs> it's just like, boy... Move up into the uh, 2020s, right? Also at SonsOfLibertyMedia.com, 22 self-reliant skills to learn. Uh, this from our friend Suzanne Hamner, Complete Lives Matter. This is the medical caste system that's infecting the U.S. today. If you haven't read her previous one on the medical caste system, you need to check that out at SonsOfLibertyMedia.com. And two more, or excuse me, one more, and that is Nancy Pelosi's son was involved in five companies that were probed by the feds, but a shocking paper trail has connected him to a slew of fraudsters and convicted criminals. You know, when you lie down with dogs, what do you get? Please, right? <laughs> this, this, is, this is what's going on within our representation system. We're not being represented except by criminals. And some people, you know, I talked with a gentleman yesterday, says, oh, we need term limits. You know, this is what Convention of State says. And I said, well, term limits also puts a limitation on the people. So if you have somebody actually doing their job and you want them to continue to do that job, you're limited on how long you can have them in office. You're limiting yourself. And if you get rid of people, guess what? The same people that put those guys in office are going to put one just like him right back in the office. So an ignorant people cannot be free. We have to educate the populace so that they put in men of good character, all right, 
they've shown themselves, and I would say you look first and foremost to their families, and then men who know the Bible, and men who know the Constitution. If you don't, if you can't recite the Ten Commandments, and you can't recite the first Ten Amendments to the Bill of Rights, you're you're disqualified as far as I'm concerned. And then, of course, your character too. But with that said. Uh, we've got a special guest back on the show, Dr. Kerry Miday, and this morning, and we're going to talk about something in in the last part of the show. You're probably not going to hear anywhere else from somebody who's been on the inside of the Reawaken America tour, but uh, we're going to talk about some other things that uh, Dr. Kerry has uh, discovered here, sent me, and I shared it with Kate, and I shared it with um, somebody else, and they kind of looked at it, and they were like, yeah, I'm not surprised by what's going on, so it's my uh, privilege to welcome back to the Sons of Liberty, Dr. Kerry Miday. Good morning. Hello, Tim. How are you? It's been uh, my pleasure to come back with you. Yeah, it's no, it's, it's great to have you. And last time we had some kind of issue. I don't know. It was an Internet issue. We're having a connection. So we, we just threw your picture up there and let you talk and do your thing. But you've, you've come across some new information here what's, of what's in the vials. Last time you were on, you were showing us pictures of all these little, I don't know, squids and parasites or whatever they are and all kinds of different fragments of things. Now you've gotten into some of the ingredients and when I shared it with Kate, Kate was like, oh, this one right here, the uh, Canada Candia or something like that. She said, oh, this one kind of lies sort of dormant until it's triggered by some kind of electromagnetic waves or something like that. She was referencing 5G. But you've got a lot of weaponized stuff that you guys have found in the vials. You want to tell people about that? Uh, yes. So some of the vials have been analyzed by um, – it's a, called a Quest Machine, Quest 4 – and the programs have been downloaded with different signals, frequencies. So everything has a frequency. You know, every person has a signature. Every um, chemical moiety has a signature. Anyhow, anything in the database will be picked up. So looking at these vials and uh, the kids' vial of Pfizer was analyzed. And many things came up. And a lot of the um, DARPA programs were programmed in as far as what could be potentially in them. So they're coming up different weaponized infections. So mycoplasma pneumonia, different ones are coming up. Of course, uh, fungus, parasites, um, sometimes amoeba, all different kinds of things were coming up um, that were weaponized. So these could actually cause harm immediately, or they could lie dormant and then be activated later when the immune system is lowered by anything, even a frequency, let's say. So this is not uncommon. This has been happening with all of the vaccines in the past, even the regular old tetanus, MMR, et cetera. We've always had contaminants, always different kinds of infections that could or could not affect the person immediately or later on in life, they can affect you. Even cancer causing um, uh, different organisms in there. So anyway, with the also within that list, it was coming up different programs because again, like Moderna has said, they're actually programming us. And so there are programs in there. Whether or not they would be functionable, that's yet to be seen, but they do have programs in there. Um, so it's it's interesting and frightening to see. Nothing in there shocked me though. I was um you know, from what these uh, companies talk about and what they say they can do, this is exactly what's being listed in there. And of course, these aren't listed in the ingredient list, but they say they can do them. So this was just one of the vials in the very beginning when it was first launched for the kids Pfizer. And of course, when I'm looking at things under the microscope, it's always different. To, I, 
Each vial, each batch is different than another. Some have more, some have less. Some don't have some of these ingredients, some do. So it's a, it's nothing's uniform. Okay. All right. And, and we're finding out, of course, Pfizer put out like a little 30 or FDA put out about like a 38 page report uh, with the first month of, of what they had seen with the Pfizer shot. They knew it was killing people. They knew it was killing hundreds of people uh, within the first month. And then now they wanted 75 years to release the data that they had on that, which is, gosh, I forget how many, how many pages was that? Like 400,000 pages, 800,000 pages. I forget what it was. It was a lot of, it was a lot of documentation. They wanted 75 years to, re, to do that. The judge said, no, you got eight months, which is about 55,000 pages a, a month. And I still think that's too long. The, the, the information is going to be such an overload of information. I'm, I'm going to be surprised how many people actually get out what's there. Um, are you suspecting that we're going to find out anything about any of these the frequencies of these items that, that you guys have found in the vial within some of those reports? Well, what's the tricky thing is that it's not just Pfizer that you're looking at. You're looking at BioNTech, which is a it's the technology part of another company, and they combine each other together. So what they can do is hide some of the stuff under BioNTech, and it won't even be in the Pfizer documents. So who knows what they're doing and who knows what they're including, because nothing was subpoenaed from BioNTech itself, just Pfizer. So this is a huge problem, because if you're looking at the synthetic uh, material inside of there, and some of these organisms can be synthetic, they can be artificial, we don't know exactly what they are then technically that could fall under BioNTech and not Pfizer. You know, they're combining their ingredients together. So nobody's really answered that part. Um, they're liars always, right? So how do you how do you know they're going to tell you the truth? I do think you're going to see some things in there. I was able to see some documents of Pfizer when I was working with a journalist group, which they have not released the data. But anyhow, this came from a whistleblower, and they admitted they were using three different mRNAs. I'm sorry, three different RNAs. One RNA was um, just a normal one that would uh, enhance the body's ability to make its own um, adjuvants, make its own, um, just do normal things. So in essence, what it was doing is just going in the body, acting like a Trojan horse. It was telling the body, everything's okay. I'm just a regular RNA, no need to worry. Then the second one, there's three, was the mRNA, the modified RNA. So what that can do, I think everybody knows by now, that can wipe out your defenses. That um, suppresses your immune checkpoint. So here's your Trojan horse, and they wipe out the defenses. It's a military tactic. The third one was a SARNA, which is a self-amplifying RNA. The problem with that one is they are they took out the stop codon, which means that RNA doesn't have an end. It keeps going on and on and on, and that's a terrible thing. Nothing should happen. Nothing should just go on for infinity. And so the other thing is that they were using part of a part of the code of a Venezuelan equine encephalitis. So that's a horse virus that can inflame the brain that can be transmissible to humans. And of course, they're saying, don't worry, they're only using part of the genome of that. This is per their, their documentation. But I mean, do we trust them? Do we really trust that that's only what they're using? So that probably would be in the documentation because I saw some of that before. 
you know, whether or not, how long will it take for them to get to it? And I mean, how can you read through all of those, that data that fast? That'll be interesting, right? Well, yeah, I, and I, it, it continues to boggle my mind how, and, and you are right, they're liars, but they have help in the media with liars too, because it's amazing to me, you can, we, we uh, played the video of the guy from Moderna basically saying, I mean, he used the term, we can hack your DNA. I don't know what's hard to understand about that. And yet, the slack hacklers, that's what I call them, they're, they're self-appointed, bought and paid for fact checkers, uh, come along and say, well, no, he didn't really say that they were manipulating DNA. Well, yes, he did, and he gave you an example. And I don't know why that's hard for people to understand what they're trying to do. Carrie, do you think, as I do, that these people have reached a, a certain pinnacle where their arrogance has gotten them to the point where they think they can be God? Or do you think there's something more sinister, or do you think it's a combination of both? What's your view after seeing all the stuff you've seen? Sure. The people in charge, they do think they're God or they can become gods. But then you see that um, the people that are running the show, they're not very um, educated or knowledgeable or wise. So what they did is they got rid of a lot of people that are the thinking critical thinkers and they replaced them with a brand new crop of people. And you've seen this in, in Pfizer and I'm sure in the other companies as well, where you're seeing people with very little experience, probably not enough education to do their job. And so without that that knowledge or that wisdom, they're just following the orders. Um, so you're seeing two, two groups of people. And then, of course, the people really behind the scenes, um, they've said statements like that before, um, like Ray Kurzweil, when he was asked, is there a God? He said, no, but soon there will be one. Um, and, and Craig Venter, when he says that, you know, if we can create life, then that's the definition of a God. And then we can become gods if we create life. So, you know, that's the mentality of the people running the show. Well, I guess it tells you who their daddy is, too, right? I mean, he thought he could be God, too. So I get it. We got a question <clears throat> in the chat. And I know I brought it up with Kate. Kate believed that uh, at least at one time, that there there were, since this is a trial, you usually have some kind of a placebo in the midst of it. Are you convinced that there are some placebos? We heard some um, stuff, I don't know if it was from Dr. Jane Ruby or the other lady, Karen Kingston, uh, who used to be with Pfizer, that they were saying they're different batches, uh, and in that you had basically a placebo, and you had like a lower dose of whatever they're doing, and then they had a really high dose, which they were saying looks like it's a toxicity test to see how much toxins they can put in the human body before it will just, it will kill the person. What's your thought after the things that you've seen? Or is there that level of batches? Have you, have you heard anything on this? I'm just kind of asking that question from somebody in the chat. Oh, uh, well, definitely. I've seen it with my own eyes looking at different batches under the microscope. The amount of different objects seen what I'm seeing varies greatly from batch to batch and from one vial even to another. So it's obvious to me, just visually looking, that there's no uniformity to this, that there is different kinds of injections going out. Um, and it doesn't look like there's any sort of, I, I don't know, any sort of uh, pattern to this, just to me. So, um, yeah, it's it's very disturbing, isn't it? 
So, so basically, what you're seeing makes you wonder if you got some guy in the background from the Muppets, you know, the Swedish Chef, going to smorgy boogie boogie, and he's just dumping whatever he's dumping in there of little batches of of stuff into the vial, and they're just sending them out as though they're they're uniform when they're really not. Am I missing something there? That seems not only unethical, it, it it's immoral. It seems very criminal, especially when we when we're seeing the people dying from it, having adverse effects, all of this kind of stuff. I had one young lady. Um, I still haven't written the story on. I forget where she was. I think she was a model somewhere. Got the shots. Ended up in the hospital. Wrote this long thing of all these things that were happening to her. She's like early twenties or something. And then we see all of these people dying. Um, not that people don't die, we recognize that, but not so suddenly and not without explanation. That's the concern I have. But it, it, do you just see some guys in the lab just kind of mixing some stuff up and dumping them in the vial? Is that what it makes you think of? Well, there's one problem is that we have no quality control because it's under the emergency use authorization. So they don't have to do quality control at all. Could you imagine any product being produced where the company itself never checks the quality of its product. This is insane. And then you have BioNTech coming in, a German company, and, and who knows when they actually make that combination into the, the same vial and what are their standards? How are they checking it? And anyone checking both? They're not checking either company. And then the final product is not really being checked either. There's no, there's no regulation for it. So we don't know what's going on with that. But then also there seems to be some purposeful um, experimentation going on, but you know, they never lied to us. They said, this is an experiment. They've never lied. Um, they always said that they're experimenting on us. So, um, in that way, I guess that's informed consent in some weird, sick way. Um, we shouldn't do this to any human being, you know, human life is sacred. Every single Amen. person's is sacred. That's right. Yeah. Because, you know, I read this the other, other day when we were talking about the, the amount of abortions that have happened, uh, to women <clears throat> within the test phase. And I think it was Pfizer that they had like 270 pregnant women in the trials. And uh, of the 270, like 238, they never followed up on. And then five were pending the results. All the rest of them, all the results were they either the baby um, was, died in the womb or it died shortly after birth was given. And so we know that 100% of those they followed through with died. The ba- the children did. And, you know, my point was, well, we've allowed abortion to be done at the quote-unquote choice of the mother. And so we're just encouraging for companies like this to come in and kill their children off. And as you, you know, I remember one of the first interviews that you and I did, you were pointing out the sterilization issues. And everybody poo-pooed that stuff. And Kate pointed it out, too, and she said, we keep this any kind of these experiments, we keep them away from pregnant mothers. We've always done that. And in this one, they're encouraging pregnant mothers to get these. We've seen numerous stories where they're losing their children. Um, and now the vials that you're talking about here are for children. What's the results that you're seeing as a result of some of these kids taking uh, some of these shots as under the emergency use authorization? I haven't seen any kids um, who've taken the shots. The, the patients I have wouldn't do that to their kids. However, I am in Georgia and in the CDC's in the backyard. And um, there was somebody, a whistleblower from there that is afraid to come publicly and speak because she's being monitored. 
but she did say she quit because she couldn't handle seeing how much data was coming in from the harm being done to the children immediately after they got they got the injections for the COVID. She said there was so many children that were non-communicative. They stopped talking and interacting altogether, no form of communication the day or two after they got the shot with no understanding why. Um, of course, seizures and paralysis and, and all the other stuff we've heard from the adults. She said that why we don't hear this on the news, why we don't see this even on social media is that whenever an event like this happens, the families what she called sequestered. And so they, I could imagine maybe let's say a hospital, this is just what I'm imagining. And she said their communication is monitored back and forth. So that means spying and making sure um, what's going in and out of for communication to say what's happening. Also all their information is being fed to them almost like a re-education. Um, you know, this sounds creep like, China, right? Re-education camps. And I know that here, that's, uh, there's some people who had some uh, spouses that passed away, not of COVID, from something else. But the coroner told them if they put COVID down, they would get $9,000 from FEMA for burial expenses. And also the coroner gets a kickback too. So I would imagine if a child gets injured, there could be some some kickback as well as encouragement not to say anything. But, you know, we're not being told a lot of things because there's a lot of money being passed around, a lot of government control, a lot of manipulation of communication. Yeah. And the love of money, not money, but the love of money is the root of all evil. We talked about it on the show Saturday with Kate, uh, the, the amount of money that was going for every step. You know, if you admit somebody who's got COVID and then when you get them in there, you, you can put them on a, a ventilator, and then you get money for that, and then you give them remdesivir, and you get money for that. And then <clears throat> it goes down to the morgue, and it goes to everything else. All of it has federal dollars, which I just want to remind everybody is debt money. They, they borrow it. They print it out of thin air. They borrow it at interest, and then they're giving it to you. And as I've said before, you know, gold is the, king, the money of kings. Silver is the money of gentlemen. And... Debt is the money of slaves. So these people are slaves. They can claim they're free all they want, but they're they're dealing with the, these kinds of things. And by the way, you mentioned this um, this reevaluation. You know, we had a story of another doctor, uh, and she was trained at MIT. She was she prescribed ivermectin to treat her patients, and they stripped her of her license and they forced her to undergo a psych evaluation. I just can can you imagine you? Giving the information you're giving, they come and they tell you, okay, Dr. Mendate, we're stripping you of your license. You're going to have to go through a psych evaluation because obviously you're crazy to be pointing out these things that you're looking at and showing them to people. It's not true. We're the ministry of truth. And if we have to beat it out of you, we'll beat it out of you. If we have to give you enough shots to make you delirious to where you uh, are brainwashed by our propaganda, we'll do that. Whatever the case may be, so you can say, big brother, praise big brother, just like in 1984. If we got to do that... I mean, can your mind even fathom what's going on with doctors like this that, that that's happening to? Uh, they just about tried to do that to me already <laughs> in Georgia. So they sent me a letter and they started to hint towards psychiatric evaluation. If I had one, if I'm on psychiatric medicines, that I, if I haven't, that I should go and undergo a psychiatric evaluation without any reason, except uh, my presence on social media. So I was able to get um, Tom Rents, an excellent lawyer, and one of his constituents in Georgia, and they 
um, wrote a letter back saying we didn't even comply. So you can't show up to the meeting. That's your first problem, right? If you comply with what they want, you are now giving them authority. That That's they right. Yep. Have. So we did not comply and we told them why we listed, you know, my rights and also said in so many words, this was a witch hunt. And if this kind of harassment went on again in this manner, that uh, we would hold the board accountable and also each individual accountable for these actions. Amen. And so far, <laughs> I'm still here and I still have my Georgia license. Um, you know, they, they're very persistent, though. So we'll see what happens in the future. Well, you know, it's kind of amazing to me, Carrie, that they these are the same people that gave you the license. I, now, I'm going to tell you. I saw this licensing thing in Nazi Germany years ago when I was looking through a lot of stuff that went on there. They licensed everybody from the preachers to the doctors to the nurses to certain business, you know, businesses and what they were in. And I think that is a, that is a, a tyranny in and of itself. I'm just going to tell people. You can say, well, if we don't have licensed doctors, then we, the, you know, they could hurt people and this and that. What's the same thing with a restaurant? It, you know, they say, well, if we don't have inspectors going around, the restaurants could be dirty. Well, they can be dirty 10 minutes after the guy comes through and gives you an A-plus rating. You could bring something in there with some kind of, you know, salmonella. You can have all this other kind of stuff that can come right after the guy leaves who's inspected it. You have no assurance. And guess what? The people inspecting or the people licensing are not responsible for what that individual does once they get licensed. And when they take your license, they can basically, in many cases, take your business. Uh, that you're engaged in all that stuff you train for and everything they can smear your name and i i just i don't like the thought process that goes along with that and everything that comes in but i'm glad that you were able to to sort of fend them off at that time and did they they never gave any indication as to why they thought no. you might be mentally incompetent well they would never tell me any specifics they said well how can i give you any research to back up what i'm saying if you won't give me specifics they said you have to be prepared within one hour to give us any of your research to support what you're saying, anything you've ever said ever on social media. I mean, nobody can do that. It's impossible, right? So they're telling me to do an impossible thing. Um, it's definitely just a setup and they assign special agents to you. Mine was Smith, like uh, in the matrix. Oh yeah. You put your black jacket on for that, didn't you? Greased your hair back. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, so this is, not yeah. uncommon for any of us speaking up, of course. Okay. All right. Yeah. And I, I think about that, too. When we do shows, this is why I like to show video. This is why I like to show documentation. So, hey, if we've said anything, here's the reason we said it. You know, you're you're constantly showing. And I know when you go on other shows, you're doing that, too. You're showing images. You're showing uh, documents. And you're referencing things that people can go find on the Internet if you're referencing uh, particular articles or journals or something like this. And that's what we like to do. Go ahead and back it up, what we're saying, with some kind of documentation so it's right there. If they got a question, go watch the show. You know, go see my interview with this, that, and the other, and we can do that. Now, Carrie, one of the things we talked over the weekend, and, and I was asking you about something else, and you were sharing, me, sharing with me all this, this other stuff that we've just told the people about the frequencies. And I'll have these images up that she sent over so you guys can check it out. Before we get to this this next issue, which I think is very important people need to hear, can you tell people a little bit about this SIT that's in here, S-I-T, um, and what you discovered about that as well? Yeah. 
Um, so I'm not the one running these tests. These are just coming from another practitioner okay. um, in Ohio. So just want to clear that up. They, from their database, these are the frequencies coming from the vial. Okay. So just okay. like a spectrometer almost where it's analyzing the composition of a material. That's what it's doing. It's analyzing the signatures coming from the vial. Um, but so I'm just telling you what another person found. But in anyhow, SIT technically literally means satanic information technology. And so some of these were coming up. It's a, these are DARPA programs that are program that can be programmed into things and they do different functions. Some of them are a legal contract, like you would sign on, you know, for your, your, your smartphone, let's say you have to sign this, how many pages long before you can start using your phone. It's giving you legal contracts. Some of them are for uh, counterfeit technology, meaning the the body or whatever device is being uh, that program with, it will accept counterfeit uh, technology, counterfeit information, fake information. It'll accept a lie, in other words, or senses where it's interfering with the senses of the device or the individual. They see us as devices. If you get enough of this technology inside of you, they don't even see us as human anymore. They just see us as a device. And they actually talk about humans as devices as well. Um, all kinds of things that are in here, but it's master tech power, where that gets its power from. All things that are just so foreign to me, but these are definitely used for things that are devices. But anyhow, these frequencies just happen to be coming from one of the vials. Um, so yeah, we need to look into more of that. This is brand new technology for me. This is brand new information for me. Um, I'm just learning about it. And, um, that was quite interesting how that was the name of their technology, but you know, DARPA also has a computer program. Um, one of their, their AI, AI programs called Nimrod, you know, the symbolism is very, very powerful. And if you look at the symbolism, they'll tell you who they serve every time. And they know what these things mean to people. They know the visceral reaction we get. They know when they use the number 666 all the time. They they know when they're doing this, what it means to us or adrenochrome on Google, all these things. It's not by accident, which people always try to give them a leeway saying it was just coincidence or accident. But over and over and over again, they're purposely picking this these names. You know, I don't buy that or just, you know, unfortunately with the Vatican, their most powerful uh, telescope is called Lucifer, but don't worry. It's not really that Lucifer. It's just another kind of Lucifer. Yeah. I mean, I, they think we're stupid. Yeah. Well, they do. And, and, you know, we had, and I don't know if you've talked with Kate about it, but the fines that she got, if you saw the paperwork, uh, the, the letter that she got, they gave her fines, three fines, six hundred dollars, six or six hundred pounds, six hundred pounds, six hundred pounds, and then they gave her another one, which was one hundred and eighty pounds, which is sixty, 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 and it and and she was told by a guy who worked high up in the NHS at the time that they actually engage in black magic up because they were going after him too. He had discovered all this and he was warning her about what they were doing, and he warned her like what you were saying, not going in there and giving them authority over her. Uh, and what was going on. Now, this next thing, I want people to listen very carefully. Look, we've had Clay Clark on the show. Uh, at a personal level, I like my interaction with him um, to, to, you know, to a, to a great extent. He, he was kind. He was friendly to us and everything. <clears throat> but I've always had sort of a stand-back approach to the Reawaken America stuff. 
There's some good people that he brings in there. Dr. Madej was on there. Uh, Tom Rance has been in there. I think Sherry Tenpenny's been I don't. I'm not sure, but I think she was in there. He's had uh, Arthur Palowski uh, from Canada we've had on the show. He's been in there. Several people with good information who want people to be aware of what's going on, who are warning them about all of these different things that are taking place. And yet there's some other stuff that seems centralized to it. And, you know, Carrie, one of the things I asked you was uh, because I was very concerned. I got some video where it looked like there was a mist falling over the crowd of people who were attending. And it wasn't just one place. It was in several places. The Reawaken America Tour. And I asked you, have you seen any of this stuff? And you said you got really sick one time. Can you kind of elaborate on that, and then we'll follow through with some of the other stuff that, that you had going there at, at, in that tour? Um, well, I should say that on the Reawaken America tour, yeah, I'm, the other speakers I've really loved and I've really enjoyed. Um, Clay Clark's always been nice and personal to me. Um, now, the Clay Clark uh, events that I went to, I never got sick after those personally, but there was an event where I got strange, strange, strange illness after I did one. Um, so that was, that was questionable, but I have heard of other people getting sick after some of these events. Um, that's been a very common theme. Um, I have not seen any mist come out. I've done several of the events. Um, but that wasn't, that wasn't really my problem with them. I, I was, um, I always look at who am I standing by? Who am I being represented with? Because they, um, they reflect me as well. I reflect them, right? And so when I was doing these events, I um, it was brought to my attention at an event that I did not attend where General Flynn was um, telling the audience at one of the Reawaken um, tours to do a prayer. And the prayer is, uh, I think people can still find it online. I'm sure you probably have a copy. I have a copy somewhere where he's asking them to pray to legions, legions, period, and all the archangels, whatever it is, and on and on, which none of this set well with me. And um, then that was followed up shortly when he did an interview where he said very, you know, assertively that we need, we have to have a one world religion. And it cemented in my mind that there's just no way I can put myself on the same stage as someone who says these things and people need to realize the ramifications or what that could mean. Um, I'm very, I'm a strong, strong believer. I'm aware of prophecy. I think we're seeing it unveil itself right now and very aware that there's a one world order that wants to a one world religion, one world, everything. And their, their ideology is nothing to do with the sacredness of life. It is not about God, our Father in heaven. It's against Yeshua, Jesus Christ, our Savior, because it also encompasses the Noahide laws, which you've covered very well. And, you know, our own uh, presidents have signed those things into, um, I forgot how they signed them in, but they've. Yeah, they do them with the executive orders. Yeah. yeah. Education day. So if they actually enacted them, it looks nice at first. But if you look at it, just like you've said before in your show, that there should be no idolaters and they consider Christians to be idolaters. And so the punishment for being an idolater is beheading by guillotine. And people think that there's no way this can happen, but 
you have to watch these slippery slopes. Why in the world would somebody be praying to something that's so vague? And um, it's uh, very disturbing to me. And then also in the same within the same month or so, say that they believe in a one world religion. And, um, you know, I can't be on the same stage with something that vague, somebody saying those things, especially with these kinds of times that we're in. Um, I think that that could be used to sway other people's thinking, possibly with politics. I don't know, but I don't want to be involved in anything like that. Yeah. Yeah. You know, Rome used to have it and they were fine with Christians at first because they said, okay, you've got a God and we've got a a pantheon of gods here. And it's fine that you got your God. Just don't say your God is the only one, which is what Jesus says. He says, there is no other way to the father. I am the way I am. And he used that term over and over. And I I had to deal with this with a, uh, a Muslim guy who was coming into the chat representing somehow that he fit in with us and we need to worship the true God. Well, we do. And Jesus says we worship him in spirit and truth. And where does the truth come from? Well, when we go to the Lord's Prayer in in John chapter 17, he says, thy word is truth. Sanctify them by the truth. And he said he not only prayed for his disciples, he prayed for all of us. Those of us who are here, who are listening, who are actual believers, not professed believers, but real believers in the Lord Jesus, he prayed for us in the garden too. Now, one of the things that Flynn has, and Mr. Wordsworth over at DLive.TV, by the way, we're streaming on uh, DLive.TV, the Sons of Liberty, uh, Twitch, setting brush fires, don't mean to interrupt all this stuff. And then uh, also on uh, beforeitsnews.com, top of the page there. But he pointed out, you know, um, Flynn is a hardcore papist. And the, and what people don't understand is if you're adhering to the doctrines of the Roman Catholic Church, you are adhering to a slavery religion. That's what you're doing. The Our forefathers in the Protestant Reformation broke the back of that religious, tyrannical beast. They broke the back of it with the truth of the Word of God. Men like Zwingli, men like Calvin, men like Knox, men like Luther— and countless others who came after them, Spurgeon following in their footsteps, and others, Jonathan Edwards, who came and they preached the real gospel, calling men to repentance of sin, telling them, yes, God is angry with the wicked every day, but he is merciful to those who are broken, who are contrite in heart, and he is willing to give that mercy because of what his son, the Lord Jesus, has done for them. Now, let me play this just for those, many people are saying in the chat they've heard this prayer, let me play this prayer because you're right. I, I did. I did keep it, and uh, and I think it's important for people to hear it from his own mouth. This is General Flynn. Those sevenfold rays. Sevenfold all rays. All of them. We will not retreat. Let's back this up. We are your instrument of those sevenfold rays and all your archangels. All of them. We will not retreat. We will not retreat. We will stand our ground. We will not fear to speak. This guy is a false prophet, people. We will be the instrument of your will. Whose will? The legions? Whatever it is. Whatever it is. In your name. (laughs) Whose name? In the name of your legions. Name of your legions? What? We are freeborn. No, you're not. You're a slave. And we shall remain freeborn. No, you're not. Look at these sheep. We'll just pray in this stuff. Be enslaved by any foe. 
within or without. Except the Federal Reserve, Big Pharma. Tell me God. God bless you. God bless America. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, which God are you talking about there, Flinny? Uh, what, what, I mean, this is what you're talking about, right, Carrie? Absolutely, 100%. Um, you know, all of all the archangels, if you really look at all the archangels, you know, the fallen ones <laughs> are pretty much the Nephilim and Satan, right? You don't want to pray to all of them. Um, this is pretty dangerous stuff. Legions. I've only remember the word legions being used in a demonic way in the Bible. I, I don't understand this verbiage. And the seven rays is very new age. I'm not familiar with what that means, but there's nothing that I, I know of from the Bible. Um, and yeah, what God is he praying to? It was not specific. He never mentioned our savior, Jesus Christ, Yeshua either. Although he says that he's a Christian. Um, I know. And, and, you know, people can say, can explain that away. But like I said, very shortly after that, he was doing um, an interview with, um, I forgot who, but it was uh, a public record in many domains of how he said, we need, we have to have a one world religion. Not, that would be nice. No, we will. We have to very assertively. And I watched, I made sure, I, I saw many different references to this. I made sure, I think even saw a video of him saying this because I had to be sure. And that was, that was enough for me because um, when you get that high up, you know what these things mean. You know the ramifications. If you're in the military, you know what you're asking for. You know what that will mean to the people. You know what that will mean to the world. And so don't tell me that he doesn't know any better because that's what people try to do. Of course he does. He knows exactly what that means. The massacres and the killing that will go on from something like that would be atrocious. It would be on an astronomical level. Of course that would happen. And who is he to say that? Um, and who is he praying to? So we, this is a spiritual warfare. We need to wake up and stop being so, you know, you know, just delicately, you know, dancing around words, not wanting to offend somebody. We have to start saying things for what they are because the war keeps marching on. And if we, the believers, don't wake up and rise up and stand up for ourselves and also the young and fragile, the, the weaker, the children, who are we? Because right now we're seeing the signs happen. We're seeing these things already happen. And yet, especially in the United States, no one's doing much, right? They don't want to show for a protest. That's too much trouble. We have to start speaking up right now. We have to start separating away from the satanic uh, world, this this demonic world, separate away, do private membership associations, grow our own food, you know, live in communities, start teaching our own children, worshiping on our own. We don't need these big churches. We don't need them filling everybody's head with the wrong information, with the wrong knowledge, with the wrong word. Enough is enough. We don't, we cannot fix a satanic world. No, we separate away from it. That's the only way that we can help protect who we are and what we are and be one with God and protect the little ones. Yeah, I totally agree. I totally agree. And this was one of the things, just so people know, uh, when Carrie, when I was asking her about this, she volunteered this information that was going on there. And, you, and I think you said something. I don't know if you want to elaborate on it, and then I'll, I'll, I'll go a little further with it. But you said that you had several people, and it wasn't just you that it was happening to. They were trying to, you know, sort of 
elevate you in places of politics. They wanted you to somehow be uh, some kind of representative or something or run in, in for an office and this, that, and the other. And you just thought, boy, this is really strange coming from some people who have some of these views, and they're trying to put me in political office and things. What's the sense that you get is going on there? Is there some kind of control that you think is behind that, that once you get in there, they're going to be pretty much, I don't know, tr- trying to pull your strings too? Is that what is that what you sense was going on? Well, no one asked me to run for office. However, whoops. All right, we got a freeze up there. Oh, I must have struck a nerve there with somebody. I don't know. <laughs> oh my goodness. Okay, so Gary's froze here. Um, let me see if it we're on live radio. And. Uh, We're getting right here to the end. The Curious froze up. So I've sent her a text. We're going to see if she can log back in and maybe we can bring her back on. Or if she picks up, we'll we'll get that uh, of what she had to say. But I I meant the issue of they're they're trying to push her politically somehow. And she had said that she was very uncomfortable with that. This is part of the problem that I had with what all was going on. At the reawakening, now you guys heard when when Clay and his pastor was on, uh, you know everything sounded right. They gave the right answers till we got to the issue of Trump pushing the shot, and of course they had to go early, which I wasn't expecting, but they went early, and then I did a live after I played that portion of the show, and uh, so you guys know I, I brought him on, and I brought him on a second time, and we had a little issue there in correcting some stuff as well. <laughs> And so, okay, so Carrie's back with us. Uh, Carrie, you cut out right as you started to answer. I said, oh, we must have struck a nerve with somebody, but uh, but you're back. So go ahead and continue. Yeah, that usually happens, huh? <laughs> so, no, no one's ever asked me to run for any office, but they would definitely, um, you know, have lots of discussions with me of trying to get my political affiliation, seeing how far I'd go, how far I'd agree with things. And I always told them that I only serve God our Father in Heaven, and Yeshua, Jesus Christ, our Savior. And nothing, no political figure, no political ideology could ever come before that, and I would never bow down to anything else. And that never um, was uh, never made anyone happy, <laughs> you know? They always wanted to, they, they would kind of hint around, fish around, you know, about being more into politics and that sort of thing, but it's not for me, and I don't agree with a lot of things, uh, obviously, that they're doing because the whole system is corrupt, and the whole system is not for um, for for us believers, and the whole system is about enslavement. And so, yeah, I, I could imagine this would happen to lots of people that have any kind of influence. You know, you get offered money, you get offered a status, you get offered, you know, a little 15 minutes of fame if you just go along with this. And sometimes it may seem not that harmful, but we have to remember that, you know, if you have any kind of influence, you have an accountability and responsibility that comes with that because there are people that are watching and you have to really take into consideration that. And I try my best to do that. And I try my best to see who I'm surrounding myself with as well, because these times we're going through, things are going you know, light speed, operation warp speed, right? And yep. uh, everything we do is so, so crucial right now. And we have children that we need to protect and take care of. So I take, I take my oath seriously first, do no harm. 
Yeah. Yeah. You know, Carrie, one of the things you're, you're talking about not being involved politically in that kind of in that kind of way. I do think as Christians, we are to charge the gates of hell because Jesus says they won't prevail against us. They're standing still. They're waiting to be pushed over to be, you know, like the walls of Jericho. They're they're waiting to be torn down. Why? Because, yes, we've allowed a, a satanic system to be set up here where there once was a godly foundation. But the people of God have become like the children of Israel. They have departed wickedly from their God. This is why, you know, shows like the Sons of Liberty, we call people to repent. Repent. We, we have to have repentance towards God, faith in our Lord Jesus Christ, and be reconciled back unto God. Not be, be his enemies, but to be his children, to be part of his family. That's what he makes us, heirs and joint heirs with the Lord Jesus. And so... That's why we call people to it. We don't, we're not, we don't have a sword to their neck saying, we're going to cut your head off if you don't convert. We have one that, that calls as ambassadors for them to be reconciled back to God. So you're exactly right. But we're here to push the crown rights of King Jesus in every area of life. And if that means politics, we're to push it on them. We may not have to go into that arena as a representative, but we are to speak out to those who are in that area and call them to their duty before God. Now, look, we've got about two minutes here. And with the things you said, if you want to wrap up, I'm going to give you the last word here uh, about what you've shared concerning the vials. Uh, any warnings you might want to give to parents there, because this was children's vials. Uh, and also any final words on things that you have seen there in the Reawaken America tour. I'm sure it's not just there. It's happening in, in a, myri- a myriad of circumstances and organizations and things like that. But I'm going to give it this. Now we're down to about a minute and a half. If you want to give the final word on that, please do so. And every aspect that I look at, I see that we're at war and it's a spiritual war. So we need to put on the armor of God and we have to have such a high level of discernment right now. Pray about everything. Ask God for help for discernment. Read the word. Don't just look blindly to other people for their opinions. Please always do your own due diligence, your own research. Please know that we have so much data to see that more people are hurt, more children are hurt that are saved by doing these injections. They have aborted fetal cells in that so far that we're looking at. So they're lying about that. We're seeing that, you know, there's different programs, artificial technology being injected. So, you know, if, if somebody got a, a shot or even two if you repent and you say no more, you've seen that you made a mistake, then yes, I always believe there's a chance that you can be healed from that. But if you continue to get more and more and more, then I don't know what to say. Your, your body and your genome will be changed to something that's not human anymore at some point. So, you know, we have to remember who we are and what we are. We are divine beings with a royal birthright if we choose because we have free will. Never forget that. And this is just a blip in the existence of our, of, of everything, right? And we have something so much greater than this on this earth waiting for us. So don't sell yourselves for so little. You know, if you find yourself weak, find your tribe, like-minded people, pray, look at the word, read the word, be the word, right? Um, and that's, that's the most important thing that we do right now. Amen. Be there for one another. Amen. Amen. Dr. Kerry Miday, I'll say goodbye to you off air. Uh, let me close out the show here. Guys, catch Bradley at 3 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Central, sonsoflibertymedia.com. Top of the page now, so you'll be able to find it really easy. And uh, we'll talk to you in the morning. Carrie Gordon's going to be back with us. Taxation, you don't want to miss this one. It's hot.